Welcome to On Texas Football, Saturday edition. I've got uh, Justin Wells going with me here today. He's back from his son's Little League basketball game this morning. Uh, Justin, how's it going today, bud? Man, just another day in paradise, Bobby. Uh, it's, yep. it's Saturday, lots of college football on the television and a lot of good content going up at InsideTexas.com. Yeah, we're, we're uh, taping this right before the Kansas State uh, and uh, TCU game starts. Uh, so if you get a chance to watch this, it'll probably be up around uh, halftime of the TCU-Kansas State game. Hey, Justin, a uh, couple of news uh, items from this morning uh, and from yesterday. First of all, in the portal, Devin Richardson, uh, the linebacker, edge guy uh, from New Mexico State, a transfer via, I think, one of the Klein schools. Uh, he actually walked at graduation with uh, his fellow seniors, uh, but has decided to put his name into the portal for next year. Uh, probably just looking to start graduate school somewhere, right? I would think so. Uh, it, it's you know, Devin was a was a a helper on the, on the defensive side. He was a really had a really good attitude. I believe it was there for two years. Yep, had a really good attitude. Uh, filled in a lot of times when guys needed needed a, a veteran presence. And uh, you got to wish that kid nothing but the best. Yeah, absolutely. He, that makes eight for the Longhorns, uh, not including a walk on uh, that uh, has entered the portal as well, but. Uh, you know, overall right now, uh, the Longhorns seem to have withstood any kind of outgoing uh, momentum. All of the guys that uh, have put their name in the portal kind of expected uh, at the very least. Uh, we could see some uh, some action early next week on Monday. Uh, just not sure at this point. Uh, but, you know, a lot of what we're hearing, Justin, is who all is going to go into the portal or who all are the Longhorns going to target that are already in the portal as well. And uh, that's kind of what we're monitoring, or at least part of it, this coming week. At the same time, we're looking right now uh, at uh, Steve Sarkeesian making some home visits. Uh, you had some news on a guy that uh, that uh, Kyle Flood was over to see, as well as PK, uh, Pete Kwiatkowski, were to see on Friday. Who, who are those guys, uh, Justin? PK stopped by Allen High School yesterday evening. Uh, obviously, to stop by and see on three, four-star 2024 edge, uh, Zena Umazulu. Uh, brother, a uh, little brother of NATO, offensive freshman offensive lineman in Austin. Uh, and that's not the only guy. There's a tight end there, 2025, named De uh, Devon Mitchell, who's going to be a high four-star, low four, four, five-star, just superb talent. Had a great sophomore season this year. His dad, Marco Mitchell, played in the NFL for years. So Allen's, Allen's restocking, and they got some guys. But PK swung by there to see Zena. And if you've, paid it, if you've seen it inside Texas over the last few weeks, uh, I posted a story not too long ago about Zena. He, he, you know, he's watched so many games this year, Bobby. He's attended so many games, obviously, because of his brother. He's seen the development of, of the defensive side. He's seen the development of the edge and the linebackers and the DNs. And he, he, he flat out told me Texas is, you know, looks more and more like home, which that that was a pretty, you know, if you went into the season, that wasn't the case. Uh, I felt like the other schools were kind of had a, a smaller lead going into it. Obviously, it's still early, but yeah, PK went by there, swung by to see Zena, uh, Devon Mitchell, a handful of other guys, Malik Hawkins, a 2025, Mikey Hawkins, little brother. He's a corner. He's a guy you got to watch. Allen's always got guys, but PK was just making the rounds yesterday. And if you're going to do that, one of the best you need to go see is Zena because he's one of the best uh, edge rushers in the country. Uh, I met him two years ago uh, with NATO, along, and, and he was just a shorter, skinnier, smaller, kind of timid kid. And then he morphed over the last 18 months, and, and he's probably going to wind up being a, a, a better prospect than his little brother. 
Oh, wow. That, that's speaking a lot because uh, his older brother was a top 100 pl- prospect in the country, had scholarship offers from just about everywhere across the country. Hey, uh, uh, you know, Steve Sarkeesian is expected to make J- Jerry Hamilton of InsideTexas.com reporting uh, that Steve Sarkeesian, Tashard Choice, uh, and uh, Kyle Flood uh, expected to be in the Sunshine State today uh, to see and visit with both Peyton Kirkland, the offensive lineman committed to Texas, as well as the nation's top running back, Cedric Baxter, uh, for their home visit. Um, how important is Cedric Baxter to this class? And what do you think about this move of, of not only getting to see him as soon as you can uh, on the during the open period of recruiting, but also the fact that they're bringing him in for his official visit on December 17th, Justin? Well, it's important for, for on different levels. I mean, number one, he's the top tailback in the country for a reason. Uh, he's, he's a guy that's probably going to have to play early. And that's that's one of the most enticing things for Baxter. That's one of the reasons he likes Austin so much. Another is B. John Robinson and Rashawn Johnson are probably gone. Those guys are, are, are headed to, to greener pastures. And so you need someone to kind of fill in. You know, Jonathan Brooks is going to be the next man up. And I think the fact that he's been in the room with, with Rojo and, and Bijan for the last few years – some of that's rubbed off on him and, and he's got some, he's got some outstanding vision and cutback ability. And, and I think Brooks is going to be good, but he's not, a, I don't know if he's ready for that every down back role. Well, Cedric Baxter is going to come in and, and help him out in that regard. Uh, as for going to see him at the opening time, I don't think it really matters with Cedric Baxter. I'm not sure I've seen an assistant coach be more on top of a recruitment than to choice in this mix. This kid took multiple visits to multiple other schools after he committed and Texas never blinked because they know he's going to Texas. There's a lot of confidence with this kid. And so obviously you go see him. It's the first time you, you, you get that opportunity. I believe the open period contact period was yesterday. So you want to go make sure you make the rounds, go see PK, uh, go see Kirk Kirkland as well and, and, and catch up on those guys. But yeah, Baxter is, it, it's, he's really important uh, just from, just from different levels. Just for the fact that you lose your top, you're going to lose your top two running backs just for the fact that the guy that's going to be starting next year, more than likely, and, and Brooks, maybe not ready for a, a, a starters type, you know, uh, regimen of carries. I was going to say twenty-five carries a game. You know? Yeah, he's not ready. For, he's not probably not ready for that. We don't know that, but I don't think he's probably ready for that. Baxter's a big kid, a big, fast kid who his skills really translate at the next level. And so it's it's good that the, the staff is doing their due diligence get on the ground, go see these kids, go in home, drink the sweet tea if it's offered to you, eat that extra piece of pie if it's given, and uh, and make sure that these kids are ready because Baxter's going to be on campus uh, early January. Um, the other news that uh, Jerry Hamilton uh, discussed, and we were talking about this, uh, Justin, off camera, uh, Roderick Pierce, the big defensive lineman out of uh, uh, Chicago that uh, uh, Texas has put their uh, toe in the water on. Um, Bo Davis went up there on Friday – uh, he is now scheduled to visit Texas officially, I think the 17th of uh, December as well. Um, and Bo Davis got some, some apparently, uh, you know, there's some there's some positive momentum there for Texas, even though it was thought that Michigan might be uh, the leader. I think that Michigan still is probably the leader, but uh, Texas making this interesting. Uh, Pierce was originally committed to Wisconsin. Uh, then when they fired Paul Christ midseason, he started looking around a little bit. Uh, and this is a guy that, uh, you know, a, as we look at uh, the national rankings, he may or may not be as highly rated as some guys, uh, but everybody in the Midwest is all about him. 
I mean, every single school up there is offered him 6'3", 290 pounds. Uh, and if you watch a little bit of his film, he has some nastiness to him and some quickness to him. And, you know, I, I, I like these kind of guys because I think you get more out of them, especially in the college game, uh, guys like Byron Murphy, right, that aren't necessarily the six foot four, 330-pound guys, uh, but the guys that are 290, 300, uh, that can make some plays behind the line of scrimmage. This is, you know, you're always looking to stock the offensive and defensive lines. And right now, I think the O-line is fully stocked. So what they're doing I was going to say that's you just said something, and I I've got to step in. I don't, I want to keep talking about Roderick Pierce, but that's what's so infuriating to me about previous regimes at Texas and the offensive line. You stock the offensive line. You don't leave the cupboard bare on the. It's the one place you okay. over recruit the line. Yeah. Of my tangent stopped. Go back to your your talk up there. I'm no, sorry. you're right, Bobby. You're right. Let's double down, man. You <laughs> you stockpile the offense and defensive lines. That's what you do. You just accumulate and let them figure it out because that's where the game begins and that's where the game ends. If you need any any examples of that, go watch Alabama for the last 15 years. It's it's been their recipe for success. And I and I see a little bit of that in Sark. I think he's he's trying to bring that to Texas. You know, they signed a pretty good. Uh, D-line class last year, and they're still looking to bring in more guys. They're, they're, they're not stopping, and, and that's what you want to do, turn the bottom of that roster. And when you find guys, look, I think Texas has been great at finding these senior year evaluations, mental evals, culture fits, things of that sort. Roderick Pierce fits that mold. He's a guy that I, I think is versatile on the D-line. I think you could see him at a three-tech. I think he could play a four-eye. Like, he could do a lot of different things. Um, pulling him from Michigan is going to be tough. I think Michigan kind of had a head start in the recruitment, and so one of my one of my sources, which is which is unsurprising, unsurprising. No, it's the Midwest. Jim, yeah. Jim Harbaugh smells those kids from his house, <laughs> like he he knows exactly where those guys are. And if you'll watch, there, there's a reason why I believe they're number two in the college football playoff and, and playing for the Big Ten championship today. And so you know the evaluations are good when, when you're, you're chasing Harbaugh's guys, but. Pierce is, is an example of due diligence on the D-line, offensive line, line of scrimmage. Make sure you find these guys and make sure you let them know how much they're needed. Um, like we said, you know, Texas had a handful of guys coming in last year. They're going to try to replicate that this year. You don't stop at a Sadir Mitchell, who is probably going to play early. And if not early, he'll play in his second year. You don't stop there. You get guys that go around and you get depth. Because what we're seeing now, Bobby, in the last few days, the 12-team playoff looks like it's a go. 2024 2025 it's not going to come down to who is the best football team in college football anymore it's going to come down to who's the deepest and, and who gets hot and well who gets hot but it's going to come down to depth man you're going to sacrifice an early season loss to get guys off the bench experience because you know <laughs> team healthy teams don't win titles tough teams win titles and if there's a better example of that, look at UTSA last night, Jeff Trailer. Half their team was injured this season. They lost so many guys to, to, to other places, to, to the draft, to, to all sorts of stuff. They re, they just they just restocked, went 11-2, and two and won their back-to-back -back conference championship. You've got to do it that way. That's the way it works. And so I love Bo Davis going out, being judicious, finding these guys, not, you know, not just a Roger Pierce, but a Justin Benton, another cat who's going to come in for his official visit on December 17th. You know, and that's one I believe Arkansas has got their foot in the water there. 
but that's that's part of the recruitment. You want to stockpile those spots, and if you've got one or two available on the D line, you don't you don't wait. You fill it in. Now, if you see somebody in the portal, and I guarantee you, Texas is at a point. It's not just Texas; it's every program in the country. If you think you can upgrade somewhere, you're going to do it, and that 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 also lends to, to to paying attention to the D line throughout the portal, and that also to tell you to double down even more, Bobby. Texas has some good young defensive linemen, but it's never enough. Never. It's never enough. Never think you've had too much. It's like Thanksgiving. Keep going back until it's gone. Yep. I I, I completely agree. I think you gotta you gotta get in there and just keep adding because ultimately, uh, what we saw this year from Texas is the importance of that. Texas stopped the run this year in part because they were they were deep on the D line. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they they weren't playing, you know, Tavondre Sweat 50 plays a game or Keandre Clo- Coburn 50 plays. They, they were trying to keep him to 30 to 40 plays max in a game. And that that helps. Uh, and I, I feel like, Justin, uh, if they continue to build on this, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a good thing for for the Longhorns, uh, especially as they get prepared to go in uh, to the SEC in a couple of years uh, as well. Um, you know, any anything that you're hearing on the portal side of things that we need to uh, discuss at this point? Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. No, I think we're kind of in that calm before the storm era. I mean, window right now. Sunday night, Monday morning, I think we're going to know a lot more than we do right now. Uh, We've seen, we know that Texas has some interest in a lot of these FCS kids. That have, that have gone in. And there's also been some FBS kids that have announced that they will be going in. And we know Texas has some interest in those guys as well, but I don't, I think we'll see a flurry of it next week, early, early next week. We're going to see more names, more, t- more schools, more, more people involved. I mean, it's going to be a wide open, wild, wild West, Bobby. There's no rules. The yep. NCAA kind of threw the rule book out the door. It's a federal thing, state to state. They don't give a crap. So they abdicated. Like, they basically abdicated responsibility. Oh, it's free for all. It's it's hey, it's it's the essentially, and I, I beat this dead horse. But let's skip the adversity stage and let's just run to the to the greener pasture. And most of the time, that grass is dead on the other side. But you know what? That's life. These kids have to figure that out. But from a portal standpoint, the best thing you can do right now as a fan is just pay attention to InsideTexas.com about every ten or fifteen minutes throughout every day of the of the week because. <laughs> And, and, and I say that, you know, in a joking way, but it's true because during this video, there could be another kid that enters that we know that Texas has interest in. We make a contact and, and, and we want to make sure our fans understand that that's that's a possibility. And that's what Texas is doing. I think they're going to be particular with who they take, but I think they're going to turn over every single rock to find those particular four or five. Well, six I, I asked uh, uh, Jerry Hamilton yesterday uh, this question, so I'm going to ask you. How many scholarship offers in the portal go out next week? And a week from today, uh, how many scholarship offers go out via the portal from the University of Texas? 
I'd say probably six or seven. I'm I'm more like you. I said I think I said five or six by this time next week. Jerry said ten. Jerry <laughs> always goes to the extreme side. You and I got to bring it back to the middle. It's probably somewhere in between, Bobby. Yeah. All right. I just wanted to ask you and see what you thought. Uh, well, well, that'll be it for today, uh, Justin. I appreciate your time. Uh, we're going to do a chat tomorrow night. Me and uh, I think Jerry Hamilton. Hopefully, I can get Ian Boyd on there as well on Sunday night. Uh, Justin, you have anything else you want to say? I just want to add that last night, JV Ontaviano, a four-star corner out of Arlington Martin, uh, announced he's going to, to, to his announcement is going to be December fifteenth for his for his future school. Um, we love that kid. He's such a, a talented dude, a great kid off the field. Um, LSU, I feel like, is the is the leader right there. Until Texas gets him on campus, there's really no reason to ask us about Toviano. We'd love to tell you something positive. We'd love to tell you something rosy, but uh, that grass isn't growing right now. Uh, I think I think LSU kind of has that lead, but it's something to pay attention to because we've seen crazier things. And over the next three three and a half weeks, Bobby, it's going to get nuts. It could impact somebody else. Absolutely. You, you just never know. All right. All right. For Justin Wells of InsideTexas.com, I'm Bobby Burton. That's been a Saturday edition of On Texas Football. We appreciate you guys listening and watching. Uh, have a good weekend, guys.